Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from the Elevate series. And in today's episode we're going to be speaking about detoxing your life. Not in regards to alcohol or anything like that. We're talking people and that should be given the same amount of attention as detoxing yourself from say alcohol or bad foods or whatever it may be. Cutting people off that are no good for you is such a liberating thing. You're probably listening to this podcast because you've got people in your life that you really want to cut off. Um, Or maybe you don't even recognise that. But the first step is recognising that people are draining you or you you just don't want them in your life because so many people go through life completely oblivious to the fact that people close to them are actually draining them and making them really, really miserable, depressed, stressed, whatever it may be. So the first step is actually recognising it. So if you can think of people that are draining the life out of you, literally, then that is the first step and that is a good place to be in because it, it helps you understand that you have that um, self-awareness and that other people are impacting your life. So that is the first step and then the second step is obviously doing it and sometimes it can be quite hard to just cut people out of your life because like I said you may be friends with them for years, it could even be a family member, it could be a colleague, it could be a number of people. So it is quite difficult to just cut people off um, but you know, like like I said, detoxing your life isn't just about detoxing your life from, from food or drink or anything like that. You really need to look at your life and detox people because it will weigh you down so, so much. And it can actually have such a huge, it will actually have such a huge impact on your life. It will have you stopping making decisions. It will have you living in fear of other people's opinions because people that aren't good for you will be the ones that judge you or make you feel some kind of way and you need to get rid of that and you need to make room for the people that will lift you and uh, inspire you and just be a positive influence and light in your life. Um, But like I said, the first step is to recognise that a person's not good for you. And there's quite a few examples, like I said. There's the ex-partner, there's the friend that always makes you feel drained after you spent time with them. Um, there's people in your life that are just super critical, judgmental, uh, mentally abusive. Um, that could even be family members. Uh, like I said, it's 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 tough sometimes if it is a family member because you feel even more trapped, like you can't get away from it or you can't just cut that person off. But I will be speaking about kind of how to navigate through that kind of situation shortly. Um, anyone that just makes you take a step back or people that spread rumours or gossip behind your back or maybe even to the the other friends within your friendship circle. Uh, It could be an employee, it could be a colleague, it could be a business partner or anyone that brings negativity and stress to you. Um, But just like any cleanse programme, you need to ask yourself, are you a cold turkey person or are you a gradual process person? And if you're the cold turkey type, you need to press delete and that's it. Um, but if you're a gradual person, then you need to just start making those slow, gradual changes. Um, but something I, I speak about a lot with my life coaching clients is you need to really address and write down, actually, how people in your circle, write their names and then write exactly how they make you feel. And I think writing it down really helps you understand that, like, wow, my supposedly best friend is making me feel like this. Hmm that doesn't quite sit right Um, and you know what sometimes we could be friends with people for years and years and years and we hang on and hang on and hang on to that friendship and we're like why am I I still doing that you might not even recognize that you're doing it but I truly believe that people are in our lives for a period of time whether it's a short time or a long time everybody is in our life for a reason 
and if you've gone through like a, you know you're, you're friends with someone and it's really weighing you down just because of the duration that they've been your friend doesn't mean that you should accept that um, and even more so if you flip it around hang on you've been my friend for say 10 years why are you now all of a sudden treating me this way um, why have you lost respect for me as a friend you know so really setting those boundaries in place um, but I don't always think things have to be like if you are a cold turkey person you just cut people up I don't always think it has to be um, like a, a conflict or anything like that I think keeping the peace is the main goal with everything that we do so I always think if something's really troubling you and you think you're a cold turkey person um, will that sit right with you or will in six months time you be like hmm wish I had a conversation with them or hmm I wonder why they did that or I wonder and you reflect and then you may become un, uh, not at peace with it because it's kind of festering in your head and you're going over and over and over and I know that situation all but too well because um, my best friend used to work for me and that severely crossed the lines and blurred the lines should I say um things just got really difficult and the friendship broke down and the working relationship broke down because things weren't being done within the workplace um, and then obviously how do you then tell your best friend like mm, look you're on your last chance uh, because this has happened a few times uh, it, you know it was quite difficult um, and then unfortunately that ended in other person attacking me and it just got all but too much and that's not for me to throw shade on that other person that is to just say maybe they were going through something in their life at that time and it came out as um something towards me so that's why I had to cut it off and I, I thought you know I, I can't accept that uh, right now um and then I, I had no intentions of speaking to that person for whenever and then around um I don't know four five six months later um I just started really questioning running through my head thinking do you know what why why did that happen why did it have to happen why did we let work come between us and you know maybe that person was going through something at that time and you know did I not apply enough empathy and things like that and it, I just became not at peace with the situation so I reached back out and it turned you know it turned out we ended up having a few exchange messages and you know planning to spend time together again and it just never happened and then it ended all but um, very similar situation yet again uh, from the other side. So although it happened to me twice and I had to go through it twice, I needed to to be able to be at peace with it. And I've had a few things like that. And it's really funny because when, when me and my brother were younger, we always used to say to my mum, God, you fall out with people a lot. And because she'd be like, oh, I'm not dealing with that anymore. I'm not, I'm, I can't bother with that anymore. And we'd never understand. And I feel like, especially since I moved to London, I've uh, friends have come and gone. And you realise, especially in London, with it being such like a transient city, people are just kind of, not everybody, because I've met some amazing friends as well, but people are kind of here for what they can get. Um, so people will get close to you for what you can offer them. And it's not always a sincere, well, in fact, it's very rarely a sincere friendship. And there's probably two people that come to the top of my head that I can think of that that situation happened to. And they will, and it, and it's even worse when they're, really kind of you think they're putting so much effort to your friendship but then when the smoke and the the um the smoke fades and uh, you they become exposed you realize that wow you was putting a lot of effort in to be deceitful and to try and get things like and all. you're like wow how can i trust you when you've just done that for however many months 
Um, and like I've truly like I, if someone's my friend and I like have that vibe with them like you are my best friend like I will do anything for you and we will be friends for however long like I have friends that I've been friends with like 16 17 years um, and then I have friends that I've been with a year and they're my closest friends um, so it doesn't matter on how long you've you've been friends with somebody if those people show up and then you've just got to always understand why people are being your friends you have to analyze your friendships and it's it sounds like kind of uncomfortable and like you're psychoanalyzing people but you're not you have to analyze each person in your life um, and especially when you're on a self-development journey you have to really understand actually why is that person friends with me and like I said it might sound uncomfortable but I've done it so many times like why is that person friends with but not not so much in the beginning of when I first moved to London um, per se because of like I said those things happened and it wasn't until they happened that I was then able to analyze my friendships correctly and I was able to say mm, why would that person be friends with me what could they gain from it whether that is like you know a contact through my business or something like that which people in the past have uh, been close to me for um, or there could be just sim simply something like um, you know you are you, you're positive or something like that and you'll they'll always just moan to you about something um, you have to understand like, well, what am I getting from that friendship? Because fr friendships are a two-way street, just as relationships are. So if you're, say, friends with someone and all they do when you spend time with them is moan about stuff and you offer a lot of advice and they never listen, that's just going to be draining for you. So you really need to understand like what the kind of dynamic of that friendship is and even things to, like if you're always making the effort reaching out to a person and they make no effort back, Mm, that's something to consider as well so just really get used to analyzing your friendships like I have such a small small tight circle and I would say I can count my true true friends on one hand um like I said one of them I've been friends with for 16 17 years since I went to high school uh, another one I've been friends with him for seven years and then by you know one of my really really good friends I've been I've known her like two years and now, now I've got a baby we're like so so close um, and, and that's it like I've got other friends as well but they're not super close like that but before I used to know so many people um, and like especially when I moved to London I was so busy seeing people spending time with people and going here there and everywhere giving so much energy to friendships that weren't weren't giving me anything in return um, I always feel like I wouldn't even consciously think sometimes but like sub subconsciously I'd be thinking like oh, I feel like a bit flat after spending time with that person or mm, that person asked me a lot of questions about work then and that, that I think could benefit them. Why did they do that? Oh, no, I'm just imagining it, you know, and then I'd have that conversation with myself and then it wasn't actually until um, Chris got super honest with me and he was like, look, you need to stop letting people do this because, and you need to stop um, just because you've been friends with someone or they was there for you when you went through a shit time doesn't mean that they're you know they're down for you right now they could have just got close to you when you were vulnerable you know you don't think about those things like we put so much president and I definitely did there was this one person that I was literally like oh he's my best friend because he was there for me when things were really shit when I first moved to London and like Chris said maybe you were just vulnerable and then you latched onto a friend that because you didn't know that many people in London and it's like light bulb moment shit yeah so then I was ignoring all of the other shitty things that the person did because of that them being there in, in the beginning. And then when you actually forget about, you know, you remove that beginning part and, and take it for what it is and you're like, hmm, actually, yeah, that person is a bit of a shitty person. So do you know what? I need to I need to um, leave that friendship and just 
let it go. And do you know what? Honestly, now I can, uh, in 2020, I can sit back and like, obviously we've been in lockdown for how many months? So you're not seeing people anyway. I'm so, so happy that I don't have tons of friends and that I don't have those friends that I had last year. Um, those people, like I've had friends that are like passive aggressive to me, um, just very, uh, very blunt with me and things like that. I think, no, like you don't speak to me like that. But even though I've been on my self-development journey for like over two years, I didn't understand this uh, friendship analysis until I would say like last year um, when, when Chris, like I said, just got super honest with me and he was like, mm, why is that person being like that with you? Like, that's not cool. Um, these, you know, this is how you are as a friend and these are your morals. So don't allow anybody else not to have those morals because just as you are in a partner, your morals need to be aligned. Uh, it's the same with friendships. Um, because if, if your if your morals aren't aligned, and I don't mean that you have to have everything in common, it's nothing about that, but the way that you treat each other and the respect that you have for each other and the way that you talk to each other and the effort that you make with each other. And that's not to say that a good friend um, is someone that texts you all the time. No, not at all. Um, or a bad friend is someone that doesn't really text you. Like I have friends that we, we might meet up like every three months, but we, it's like we've never been apart. We don't need to text every day. I have other friends that I text near enough every day. So it's just about, don't put success metrics on the wrong thing. That's another thing that I think people don't focus enough on is putting success metrics on the wrong thing. And um, sometimes always expecting that, um, you know, if you've got, like I said, if you've got one friend that texts you all the time, then you have another that, that doesn't. Don't think that one friend is better than the other. It's about really understanding like how you feel when you're around that person. And like I said earlier, writing it down and really understanding um, that kind of per that person, um, what kind of person they are, how they make you feel, and what's it like when you spend time with them. How often do you spend time with them? Do you want to spend more? Do you want to spend less? Are you always making the effort? Do they make the effort? And kind of understand. And you know what? If like I said, if you've been friends with people for a, for a while. Or, you, or for example, you don't even have to be uh, friends with them for a while. You could uh, be friends with them for a short while. Doing that analysis, like, you need to be critical, but also sometimes apply empathy um, to the situations. Like, don't instantly jump and think, oh, that person's a shitty friend because I've not heard from them or they've done this or they've done that. You need to give people a chance sometimes. And with that friendship analysis, don't just instantly cut people off. Um, I think when when you really let things come up and think, hmm, that person's been a bit like that, really understand, is that recently? Have they always been like that? Have I always felt like that? Um, and then you can even address it with them. Whatever keeps a peace, that is priority. So say if there's a, a friend that you have and you really want to understand like why they've been acting that way or why they don't make any effort with you, maybe just speak to them because they may come out and say, do you know what? I've been going through absolute shit for the last six months. You never know sometimes. And sometimes some of your really close friends will hide so much because they don't want to be judged. For example, you know, say one of your friends is going through some shit with her partner um, or their partner, whatever. Um, they may not want to tell you because if then they forgive that partner, you then think bad of them. So sometimes you just have to understand, like people don't tell you everything. So always apply empathy. But if you do choose to tell someone, like, even if it's not that situation, if someone's been a bit shitty with you recently, say, like, look, you've kind of been making me feel this kind of way recently, and, and flag it with them, and then there's uh, two ways it's going to go. They're either going to get defensive, which, again, that's down to your approach as well. You need to make sure you approach things the right way. Never attack people initially, you know. Well, don't attack them anyway. Just um, approach the situation in a way that you 
know that they will receive it well and um, don't go like yo why have you been why have you not been texting me and no why have you not been doing this you know you're a shitty friend if you do that you're gonna get um, an attack back probably because whatever you give you get back so I think approaching situations like that uh, cautiously and uh, so the other person understand like so you'll so you know how they'll receive it um, then say like, look, um, you know, I've been kind of feeling this way recently about our friendship, blah, 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 blah. And like I said, if then they attack you when you've given that good approach, that kind of tells you enough if someone attacks you or if they ignore you, that kind of says it all. But hopefully if that friend wants to be in your life um, or if that partner wants to be in your life or colleague or family member or whatever, they want to be in your life, they will be like, do you know what? I'm so sorry. I didn't realise. Um, I'll work on that. Or this is what's been going on or whatever, you'll you'll either get a reason or you'll get, do you know what? I'm really sorry about that. I will, you know, I'll try and make sure I don't do that or whatever it is. And then the, let the rest play out. And if they continue to do it, then the, my, my favourite quote applies. If you apologise and continue to do it, it's just a form of manipulation. Something like that. It might be better words than that, but it's so true. If someone keeps saying sorry for something but keeps doing it, it's just a form of manipulation. They're manipulating you into thinking that they won't do it again, but they continue to do it. So that friend has or person has no place in your circle if they continue after you've flagged it. So I think that allows you to understand and become a better communicator as well. And it allows you to understand how you become at peace with situations. And then it puts a ball in their court. And then if they don't decide to do anything with that ball, well, the onus is on them and it's not on you and you can walk away peacefully. No, you've tried. So I think that's probably a better way to do something. But if you've got someone in your life that's super toxic and say you've even tried that uh, scenario I just gave you, then you need to go cold turkey and, and cut them off because it is never going to serve you Um and it's always just going to bring you down. And I think, like, there's, you know, they say the people that you're surrounded by have the biggest impact on you. You know, you're like the five people that you surround yourself with. Um, so it's really important, especially if you're wanting to evolve and self-develop, then negative, toxic people or people that don't treat you right are never going to um, bring positive light into your life. Um, and when you decide to cut them people off, don't start like stalking them on social media, wondering what they're up to. You just need to draw a line under and become at peace with the situation. And even if you bump into that person, don't need to always blank them. Like we're not saying like go and be a, a rude or um, have no manners. Like you can still like be cool with people. You don't always have to fall out with people. Like there's people that I can still say hello to, and we used to be great friends, and now we don't speak. Like that's that's just it it just means you don't you don't spend time with them anymore or you don't communicate as often so don't be like rude or blank people if you see them unless obviously they've really done you wrong then um then look the other way i'm afraid um but start saying yes to new people um people that align with uh, who you are uh, and i think you will start to understand when you start your self-development journey that um, you'll be more open to those kind of people and when you elevate your mindset and uh, step forward into self-awareness and self-development you will just open yourself up to those kind of people because I truly believe we attract what we believe we, we deserve and that includes friendships as well so if we've always had friendships a certain way then we're always going to attract that and um, if we're you know always going to the club or we're always going out and doing stuff we're only going to attract people that do that as well. 
and that kind of mentality is very uh, very fickle you know um the, they're here for the good time you know you don't want friends like that you want friends that are going to lift you up you speak about you know positive things they're not draining the life out of you or they're not criticizing you people that you feel comfortable with and do you know what friendship takes so long to build so don't expect to just meet new people and be able to trust them straight away but i think this whole analysis of friendships really allows you to understand what kind of friendships you want and when people do come into your life you'll be able to understand hmm, what kind of person they are and what kind of friendship am I going to have with this person and is that what I really want but as well there is that element that I spoke about in the episode the problem is you um that some of it could be on you and some of the, if you really start to do that self internal self-awareness piece and the external self-awareness piece you will understand how you are as a friend because that also can be making you have uh, certain types of friendships and if you're say negative or toxic towards somebody and you're not even realizing because say you're going through something with your partner or you're going through something at work and you're speaking to people poorly or it's kind of sabotaging your own friendships and then thinking why is that person like that with me because I think without that external self-awareness piece there becomes like a the victim mindset where you blame others um, and I spoke about that more in the problem is you podcast but um, I think the problem with that is that you you don't have you have blinkers on and you don't realize that the problem is you um, and the way that you're communicating and being a friend and the person that you are is having a negative impact on your friendship so whereas we also do the analysis massively on the people that we're around it's really important that you do that analysis on yourself because you are in control of everything in your life whether you are in control of the people that you allow to be close to you uh, because you've done that friendship analysis piece or the, the kind of friendship you're having because of your own behaviors and the way you speak and the things you know you stand for or whatever if you're being a bad friend then you're not going to have meaningful friendships so that's something to really think about and to end this podcast with so I hope you enjoyed this podcast um, I get asked quite a lot about how to kind of cut people off and do you know what it is hard like I said because especially when it's a family member you can't just cut them off but um, one last thing you don't always have to answer everybody's call or text message that's another huge tip and I remember when I started my self-development journey and I just moved, I was into it about two two months or so and I just moved to London and there were certain calls that I just couldn't answer because I knew did make me feel a certain type of way at that moment because I was kind of vulnerable and sensitive and I was a little bit like going through this transitional phase and I really needed to keep the positivity like so much that I couldn't really let people in that might make me like feel off track or so it's super important that you don't have to answer every call or answer it later or ring them back later when you have a bit more strength or um you know something like that so you don't always have to answer every single text message either like if people bombard you with texts like i hate when people do that you know when they send like 10 messages on different lines i hate that and if you're the kind of person like me that overwhelms me i'm like whoa i, I haven't got time to be going back and forth that quick on a text message so what this then comes into like guilt do you have guilt about replying to people is that why you do it out of guilt or do you really want to because you won't feel overwhelmed if you're replying to a person you want to reply to so that's food for thought there so if you ever feel overwhelmed by something like say people contacting you ringing you feel overwhelmed or somebody makes you feel down when they ring you or whatever it is really understand and create that happy and sad list that I always speak about even include people and that doesn't mean you need to cut them off as friends but say I don't know 
So you might have like your sister, for example. Say your sister's going through shit with a boyfriend and she rings you and all she does is kind of moan about it. That's going to have a negative impact on you. And she's not a bad person and she may be the most amazing sister, but there has to come a point where you can't listen to it all the time because it then starts to have a negative impact on you. So really understanding that and maybe just drop her a text later and be like, oh, sis, sorry, I was busy. Um, call you late, uh, you know, call you in a bit or something like that. Or is everything okay? And then it just puts you in control again. Um, and I think that's so, so important. And that's not for me to say, like, oh, start quitting people off and ignoring people. No, <clears throat> it's about developing such self-awareness about uh, everything, your friendship, your circle, your the people uh, in your life and how they speak to you, but also how you speak to them and how you feel about them and the person that you are. And just kind of get life on your terms, because I think so many people allow others to kind of control how they feel, but they don't even recognize it. And as I always say at the end of my podcasts, Share this with a friend, share this with a colleague, share this with a family member, share this with whoever. Let's spread the message and let's help everybody elevate their mindsets.